0: I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the Farm System. Peloto Pickle, episode 155, post-ABCA podcast.
1: Fellas, fellas, fellas. And the ladies. <laughs> a little collab episode. Uh, I was out in Vegas last fall, a year ago fall. Yeah, yeah. Did an episode there. Uh, we just got back from Dallas. We're in uh, Texas, still in Texas now. The Texas High School Conventions this weekend. So you yep. we came, came and crashed the house, stayed with the fam for a couple of days. Yep. So we just want to do a little episode. Little. Uh, I don't think it's technically 155 because it's not official. <laughs> but uh We'll yeah, just it. want to do a little recap. We had a, a coach clinic up in Dallas and Arlington at Cover All Bases, so we're going to talk about that. I spoke Joey didn't. I want to hear takeaways, just at, from the event in general. Um, then we're going to get into some ABCA recap. We got in the cage with some hitters yesterday, which was really fun. Yeah. And then uh, just talking about some stuff, just kicking on the couch, having some sharing yeah. some ideas. Yeah. So uh, anything, uh, Chris and I, we usually talk about hair first. We joked around. <laughs> we joked around that. Uh, I stopped being a hat guy, so hair is an insecurity of mine. Yeah, clearly not one of your insecurities. It took time, but I—I I always, <laughs> Chris, and I always joke around at the beginning of episodes about haircuts and stuff. Yeah, I'm a home haircut guy. COVID, I started doing my own haircuts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, home haircut guy. That's interesting. Um, good for you. That's well, a, just, my hair would
0: never look like that if yeah, I a home
1: haircut. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of TikToks, figured it out. Wow. The tapers, yeah, you got to figure out the tapers. Good for you. Um, but we joke around about hair. I could save a good amount of money if I did yeah. that. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Right. Figure that out. Yeah,
1: it's not, it's it's not hard. I got the like I have a three-way mirror. I got the mirror you hang up on the shower and then it opens up. So you gotta just angle it, find the lighting. Right. There's like one spot on, on this side that's like just grossed in, so it always looks weird.
0: I'm gonna you know plug like my barber here, Centennial Barbershop. My man, yeah, i out in Vegas. Well, I, like I mean, you know
1: what I'm saying you probably keep him in business. Hey. How often do you get that cut? And keep it no, fresh. he's
0: he's <laughs> actually pretty cool. He's like one of those like celebrity barbers where he goes and cuts people's hairs out there. You know, oh, Vegas you people too? come. Well, they, everybody comes in the Vegas, so he'll go to like hotel rooms and he'll like cut them up right when they're in Vegas so very good yeah, good for him
1: yeah so uh, honest question though how often do you get that for clean up how to keep it fresh uh, typically how long uh, does it stay fresh uh, like yeah it's typ- like a week
0: uh, no uh, like like two weeks I can you know I usually like every two weeks I'll, I'll get like a little haircut I think the other thing is is I never did till I got there is a big thing not not so much the slash but just like you don't understand like girls obviously do it a lot with their eyebrows the eyebrows are a big deal to me like I feel like to you yeah no, well, because because this is the thing. I honestly, it's it's weird. I, it, this is it, all the you know all the females that listen to this podcast and the, this, right? and the ladies and the ladies, <laughs> right? This is for you girls. Is you can make someone's face look so different by the shape of their eyebrows, like you know, like you ever done a dog where you like pull their face down and their eyebrows point down and then like sure. open up? Like we, we're so expressive with our eyebrows. That, for real, like the shape of somebody's eyebrows is like almost like give you a resting, you know, bee face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so
1: I'm getting a little insecure about
0: my eyebrows. No, no, no. <laughs> I no, think no, it. no, it's just like, no, so I think that that's a big difference. i am like, I can notice my eyebrows. I'm like, dang, like my boy be hooking it up. So yeah. it's all, all part of one thing. Very good. Good yeah. to know. So you, you two started, weeks. We started We started about hair. You didn't know we are getting in the eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Talking about all the hair. Didn't
1: know. Yeah, I just know I'm a six on the top. And then I, I usually just, I mess around with it. I experiment.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I change. I do a lot of different. Uh, I do a lot of different products at different parts of the haircut. Like when I first get it done, compared to when I, later on, because I'm like you, front of my hair like grows apart. Yep. I have two streams that go this way. So to get it to yeah. do that and do its thing as it gets longer, I, think it's
1: fine. I, I, I keep seeing that this powder stuff that people. I use do. it. You have the powder. Yep. It's I usually. Stages. I usually put stuff in matte finish, but then I like I go like this because I don't want it to be. Yeah. Look like I don't want it to be crunchy and hard. Mm-hmm. A whole, this a is the whole
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know why, that's
1: why we saying? start the episode. That's one hundred percent.
0: I got it. Also, because my hair grows so for a long time, same thing. I couldn't get my hair to do what I wanted to do. Then someone introduced a blow dryer to me and how they use the blow dryer with like a like a sea salt, and then all of a sudden I could start making my hair do what I wanted to do. If I don't, if I didn't have at certain stages,
1: ocean hair is always good.
0: Yeah. If you don't, <laughs> if you ain't got, yeah. There's some <laughs> tricks. There's some tricks. Like it, it took until I got the system down. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I can. You know, do
1: my thing but. all right now that we've talked about the important stuff
0: yep got that out of the way uh, coach
1: side. coach clinic so the, the clinic was cool we uh we kind of threw it together fairly last minute we had done it two years ago in chicago yeah it was fun um chris up at, at k25 hosted this year we had cam Monger oh, at coverall bases can
0: we stop real quick and talk about how he like threw me around like a toy when, yeah, so yeah. I saw him and he's he was hyped up. He's like, my boy. He's like, but he, like, I was getting thrown around and I immediately was like, this is, I never had this kind of strength. Like, this guy is got some juice. Like, he was throwing yeah. me around like a toy, just saying hello to me. He was juiced up. Anyways, yeah, he's, he's the, the man.
1: man. I think I gave him over under 12 hugs. I'll take the over uh-huh. every time I saw him. I gave him yeah. He's yeah, a very, he's, he's, he's a great just dude. He's just got that big smile, very, just good vibes type of guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we had the, uh, Hitting and pitching coach from Wake Forest. Yeah, solid. Uh, Corey just—they—it it, was great because they like, all right, we got to go. Anybody yeah. have any questions? Mm. They did that like four or five times. Yeah. Uh, when when they Corey. They complement each other well. Yeah, and, and the—I I just saw the first, the part one of Corey's talk. It's mm. electric. I mean, he's a gamer. It's the, the whole purpose of that. We were trying to bridge the gap between the the, the game coaches and the private coaches, and like, yeah. where's the disconnect? Because there is a disconnect. For sure. Where private Doesn't guy. Private guys tend to focus on the individual. Yep. Where the team, they gotta they gotta win games. Like college coaches have to win. So if you're not helping teams win, there's 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 a disconnect there. So we're trying to we're trying to close that. Yeah. So uh, Casey Smith spoke. Ferber spoke. I spoke. um, Nate Nate Headley spoke. And it was just a good event. It was timing wise, we just got completely off the rails because Corey. He was supposed to go for, like, 30 minutes. He went for, like, an hour and 10. Yeah, well, it was great. And though.
0: we're like, just keep going because yeah, he was, was he was flowing. He was so he got passionate. When he got passionate, I was like, oh, I see yeah. the coach.
1: Yeah, at that point, That's we nice. just we we like were sending texts, like, all the people organizing. We are like, yeah. just let him go. It's, yeah. it's his money.
0: Can we also talked about his swag game. You see, you saw the shoes he had on? Really good, good swag. Good for him. New Hampshire guy. Did yeah. you know that? I didn't know that.
1: I've known Corey since he was, like, 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. So to watch his career, it's yeah, been – Yeah, cool. Um, we don't talk often, but – Yeah.
0: I'm not Shoot even a the pitching text. guy, Shoot I would, but I'd, yeah. I'd
1: love to play for him. Yeah, passionate, cares yeah. about his players, and just talking about competing at everything
0: yeah. it was really head fun. coach vibes. <clears throat> I can see a future. He's had options. Yeah, he,
1: uh, he. I think it's public that he turned on the Penn State job. Oh, I didn't know that, that was that was on the table. He just he loves what's happening at Wake. and yeah. How do you blame some fun him? things? We how did? do you blame him? it's? Well, it's then you start getting into lifestyle with the kids, family. Yeah. Um, it's, how far the dollar goes in North Carolina versus Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, it's just different markets, different weather, different schools. It's just different. Yeah. So I. I he
0: shared, it. and then to that point too as well, he also, and the thing was that he, he mentioned he's like, okay, well, I'm a pitching guy at a hitting event, right? And he's like, I already fell out of place, like why would to ask me? But he did such a good job of painting, like how they went about attacking hitters. And I think, again, reverse engineering that also as well, like it helps. I think like you're saying, like we're in the cage and you're saying how you want to see from the front is you can see a lot of those like holes or how they're approaching balls or things like that. Right. And so I think that he, you know, him pointing uh, those things out and also just giving an idea, uh, you know, obviously from an approach standpoint, but also I saw also from like shaping a swing too as well of like where the game's at and how he goes about attacking. Um, And then also he made some great connections at the end of how they do some of their competition stuff. And how he saw it together, and you can say that, that wasn't pitching. Like that was because they don't do team. it. They don't see. Team. Yeah, they do it all team. They don't see. He made the great point where he's like, we don't talk about pitchers and hitters. Like we're a I team all the time, right? And so, um, yeah, I thought that that was great. Um, and then they talk about all their their competition about um, all that, which is like you are talking hitting because you're talking about team, right? And he doesn't seem as different. So it was a great. Yeah, I I thought overall he was just solid, just from his mentality. Like he seemed obviously massive culture guy. Like I could see how that was so impactful, and then also his um, even too just stepping back in. Um, what was I don't I don't know the hitting coach's name. What, what was it?
1: Decento, I believe. Okay, I forget. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he it up real he quick. Uh, he was also really good, and he he stepped back in you know when he was up there talking and was like hey i also want to point this point out about him and like they just complimented each other well not only like from actual uh like a real compliment but also just from the different personalities i thought that it made sense like the culture that they had over there and like just both of them being passionate and you know how they talked through it so i thought that was good
1: Yeah, salento sorry Cilento. bill salento i knew it was close to that yeah yeah, yeah when when cory came back in like yes. he gave a f- fiery, like rousing support. I I started to clap. I was like, you got somebody that's in your corner like that? For sure. Think about that as a team. Yeah. I loved when he was talking about how they don't do pitchers' meetings and hitters' meetings. It's yeah. a, it's a team meeting. Team meeting. Usually, like pro ball, it's like the pitchers have their meeting, the hitters yeah. have their meeting. Yeah, catchers have their would, meeting. And they their would their decide. Team. They would like everybody on that roster knows what what hitter they don't want to lose to. Yeah, like this is the guy that we're going to key in on. Like this player. Yeah, we're trying us.
0: to do this to this guy. And
1: then the yeah. whole team is rallied around that. Yeah. In game, Someone so somebody executes. Somebody gets a guy out. It's not you know, sometimes you know it's the guy that you're trying to get, but it it places such an emphasis on it. And yeah. That's,
0: well, and also keeps the. I feel like even the dugout engaged, right? Because the dugout's like, oh, hey, you know, it's like knowing inside information. You're like, oh, he's about to tack him with his, you know, his sinker, you know, down and away, and this how, and then he's gonna now he's gonna go to change. It's like you're, you're no, you're in the game, right? You know the yep. game plan, you know the background. So again, yep. another culture thing. Pretty good.
1: What was your what was your biggest takeaway from that event? Hmm. Uh,
0: I'd say probably my biggest takeaway. I think. Is well, kind of been the, the takeaway of all of it. I think anytime every, we all get together, it's like seeing things, and I know this is gonna tie into what we're talking about later, but seeing things all from like different lenses. And then also at the same time though, there's so much overlap, right? There's so much overlap. Like we obviously all have the same goal, right? We just all go about it in a, in a different way um, of trying to do that. And so it's just super interesting. Um, also, I think someone said this to me a while back ago is there's a lot of ways to like develop a, a player and so a lot of times like you know we're attacking this thing to help a player in in, in this way but there's so many things even sometimes as well like you know the culture the mindsets and like all these other things that go around with it um is sometimes we don't even know like i think when he he came back up and pointed that out what was his last name again uh salento yeah so when when he went when he came back up and he pointed this out he's like i want to point this out because he'll never say this about himself is how consistent like he is and i think that's the thing i always say like you need to listen to like someone that's successful. You need to listen to their words, but also watch their actions, because they talk about the thing that they have to focus on. And that's, you know, it's something that their mind's really on right now. But they already do all these other things that are what also are their foundation. Right. Of like what makes them them. Um, so I think, you know, again, listen to what they say, because it gives you an insight into like what they're really focused on, because maybe watching what they do might lead you somewhere else, but also watching what they do because there is, you know, some things that they might not focus on that they just do naturally because it's who they are or et cetera, you know. So I think that was some of my bigger, like, overall from the whole traveling time right now has been my focus or takeaways.
1: My biggest takeaway from that event, it was not a specific piece of information. It was more just culture of I had been in the weeds a bit on Twitter leading Mm -hmm. up to the event. So it was just nice to be around people that, Like, I want people to challenge everything I say. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I want people to poke holes. I want them to to challenge the information, truly, honestly challenge the information. Mm. But in that room, it felt like everybody was trying to get better. Seeking truth. (laughs) Why'd you do that? (laughs) Uh, It was just more, it felt collaborative, not combative.
0: Exactly. And I think that's a big point as well, right? It's like, for example, like, if we're actually going to get somewhere, there has to be, I always say, like, and again like the whole thing is like speak the truth with love right where it's like again we're, we're trying to get somewhere and it's it's not just like i want to debate you i want to debate you right like there is a, a thing of like no, no no like we're like we're both right we're both wrong right like let's try to get towards because we're both wrong about things and like we're working towards the truth right and like we'll never get there right like i always well, say
1: the truth it already exists yes like that that's one of my biggest things is if we identify something yeah that already existed yeah. we're just finding we didn't better create way. It. we're finding better ways to understand it better ways to communicate it, it better whatever. ways better ways to help other people understand yeah. it we're not inventing anything no it, it just it everything already exists yes and it yeah. like that's been my approach this whole time is just to yeah. try to understand better yeah so that exactly. i just i just enjoy that yeah specifically like ABCA as a, as an event yeah. as a weekend as an experience yeah just collaborative.
0: I was going to say also a note with those special little breakout groups, little campfires. We got to talk about the campfire too. We got to get I'll the slide out of Okay. Is the, uh, the other, those little break off is like there, for example, right? Like you have your main stage, again, they're going to go over a lot of this information and those things too. But those type of breakoffs are like almost like cutting edge, like where, like, you know, it's like yeah. almost brink, like, like, Hey, this is what I've been on, but like, I'm still, we're still you know again like
1: it's percolating still
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we're sometimes the main say it's amazing right because uh, that as well right like people were sharing up there not not that uh, again there's obviously these amazing ideas and great speakers i went to watch darren everson right after jay johnson like the, the room was sp- a packed. i've known darren for years same thing to you as well and uh i think i met the first time we were like all kind of together I think for him. but um in any case i think the uh, thing with that as well is like it's great because you can go there and this is like this group where it's like hey like we're willing this is a very open-minded group when you put everybody together and um again can also have its own little culture right like those little groups that get together like that can have their own little cultures that are great it's off-site there's you know there's this uh you know there's this different vibe to those things
1: speaking in front of seven thousand people
0: yeah
1: you tend to play it safe yeah or sa- safer yeah which is understandable because you can't like the so we had a we call it a campfire mm-hmm. because it was <laughs> kind of dark and we had to like move into a corner because there's a waterfall yeah. a water fountain that was like loud so, so we just we got like tucked in this corner you just happened to have these <laughs> no, lights in your no, bag no, this
0: is that this was the most it was, we walked over to the corner and we're like man it's just kind of dark over here and i remember you literally saying like i wish we had lights and then i was like and you in my head i'm like dude, I have lights in my I bag. Have, like, I have hey, lights. We got these cool lights that they had on sale for like Christmas or New Year's. There's some sale on Amazon. And I was telling guys, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't know what I'm going to use these lights for, but it just seems like a good idea. Just yeah, to have them. You never know, right? And then all of a sudden, I took them with me on the trip because I'm like, the guys aren't going to use them. And then boom, like we end up using these lights. It's, it's It was cool. Yeah. yeah, It turned out to be cool. But
1: that, that talk, I mean, I feel like we talked about timing for an hour. Yeah. Like detailed, in-depth. Yeah. And well, we, simple things like... Uh, like i would i just pointed across the room like who here measures timing and i was like do you measure timing do you measure yeah. timing and it was like 8 out of 10 don't measure timing have no way to measure timing yeah. and then it's like well what is timing how do you measure exactly. timing and if you can't ask you if that you can't question. measure it like we have to have a conversation about what it even is what is the definition able, to be to be able to try to think about how to measure it yes and like i've been in the trenches this was part of my talk at the at the clinic was part of my role with Pelotero is i have i am doing the architecture of the website and how we're collecting data and what does it mean and it's really shifted how I how I think mm-hmm. because I have to it's yeah. it's you you, you can't in the, in the talk I said you can't automate opinions mm-hmm. and opinions matter yes but at some like an opinion is a data point yeah so what does it mean how do you measure it yeah what's the application of it mm-hmm. and I think I, I feel pretty confident saying that like the way that we're attacking problems with Pelotero is different yeah i tend to feel like we're ahead mm-hmm. because of where data is right now where technology mm-hmm. is just how we're thinking about solving those problems yeah. is is not universal in the yeah. space right now and that's For our sure. that's our challenge is to get more people to think like that
0: like i saw i, I saw some of the stuff yesterday and it's uh, definitely not a hobby that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i
1: always i always know when people understand what we're talking about For sure. every i'm talking every single person that we talk to when they when it clicks, they go like this. Every single person, they they tilt their head back and they look up and mm-hmm. they go, "Oh my God, that's yeah, that's what cool. you're doing." It's like, yeah, because it's just a di- it's a di- it's a different way of thinking about the problem, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to come all the way around to see it from our perspective, and then when you do that, you go, "Oh, all of that other stuff is included." Mm-hmm. But we haven't thought about doing it this way, and it's yeah. it's partially because it's well, tech and it's, and
0: it's and it's hard too. I'm gonna say it like difficult. Like what you gotta had to do, you
1: have to it, zoom out. You have, yeah. you have to zoom way out way and out. see the market. Like that's oh, we were talking yesterday about being like yeah. getting perspective and why like being in planes. Like yeah. I love looking down and I stare at computer screens all day. Yeah, and I because I have to and I have to. Yeah. Be so focused but, about this little detail, but, after but years, you have to zoom
0: out. But after years of being in the trenches, after years of sure. coaching, after years, you're like now, you look at computer screens and you make, you know, stuff, having that experience, that yep. unique experience, I think is.
1: But just is walking, big. The, walking the floor at ABCA. Yeah, the way like I walk by a booth, mm. the way some high school coach you know. That's not like an offense. It's just yeah. the way that I'm looking at things is very different.
0: Yeah, unique life experience. Then,
1: yeah. then you know, I see a video company. I see. I went by a, a company that's doing video with the lines and stuff. I was like, oh, how are you doing? What's your export? They're like, we don't have an export. I go, okay, take care. Mm-hmm. If you don't do a data export, I, I literally can't. You could, yeah, go ahead. If, if somebody needs to draw lines on a video and, and share that with a player,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's not what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. There has to be further application, and if there's no consistent, reliable, objective data, that can capture the opinion. that like yeah. One word we kept getting stuck on this weekend was considerations. Like, mm-hmm people won't use our platform unless you feel confident that we've made the same considerations you've made. Yeah, that's a good point. We have to cover, if, if, you, if there's something that you care about that you don't think we've thought about, you won't, you won't trust it. You just won't trust it.
0: Yeah. I think, so, I think, I think to add some context too, because I know what you meant, is it's not that 2D video analysis isn't valuable in the way that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just where you guys are and what you find valuable is different from some, you know. Again, if you're coaching some player over there and you're, you're doing a breakdown, like it's, that's a great tool. Absolutely. Awesome, I mean, we use it, for, we can still use it, right? Like all those ways, just doing other ways. But also, with that being said, too, as well, it's like again, for you and where you guys are at, and like what you're trying to be able to do, it's like you're just very clear, um, yeah, you that, know, on clarity on what you what you're looking for.
1: If the goal is to provide real time feedback to a player and communicate certain aspects, and you want to be able to customize that, go get them. Great, great, literally a fantastic tool for that. Yeah. C- completely useless to us. Yeah. yeah. pelotero the, like what we're trying to do from a data, it's just, for sure it's literally not usable. There's, there, yeah. there is no usable data. Yeah. We could take that and build a manual process around it and sure. and import what it actually means. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, you just draw lines on a video. For sure. Which is great. Which is which great. It's not great. For is, us. It's yeah, not useful to us. Yeah. Different, different, different lens, different purposes. Yeah. T- solving different problems. For sure. And it, it's, yeah, it was an interesting event.
0: For yeah. like oh, well, and yeah. then I wanted to go back to is one of the things I pointed out, which I thought was a big point from anybody that listens to you talk about things, is, for example, like I came up, you know, um, I think it was Chris that asked me the other day, like, what are your three pillars, you know, of hitting, right? And, and so I was like a space direction, force transmission, right? And then you're like, well, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean to you? Part like space. all these things, right?
1: Like I would say like, okay, if you had to if you had to measure space, how would you do that?
0: Yeah. And then and then so that's what I did.
1: And that's not meant to be a gotcha. No. no, like literally objectively. Yes. The word space to me is borderline meaningless. Yes. Because I don't know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know I don't know when. Exactly. I don't know how. I for don't know sure. why. Yeah. So if I don't have the context for what you mean by the word space, which yeah. for you just casually saying space, yeah, you have all of that. All of that. And then if I go, all right, well here's a video, here's a player, yeah. define it objectively. Yeah. How do I compare one player space to another player space? Yeah. And then is there are we just defining it to define it or are we trying to label it good or bad, yeah. pass, fail? Which,
0: which kind of, like I was saying today, like kind of where I got to the other side of that. But I, what I meant by this, too, is I did, that, I did that to you, right? Like I pointed that out. I was like, you talk a lot about timing, right? But I know because I've heard you talk so much and i spent so much time with you when you talk about timing. To you, timing is a deep combo about a lot of different things. You have internal timing, right? You have timing of like who, what, when, where, like what are we, t- you know, like there's all these different aspects of timing and also it includes movements, it includes ball, it includes, you know, what the pitcher is doing. It yeah. includes all of these things, right? And so, um, and then like, you know, the, the, the barrels timing comparatively to the bot, you know, like all, it includes, I know that it includes all that for you. So when we are in front of the group, I had asked you that, right? And I'm like, hey, like, things I know when you when say means- timing, Right. Like I, I have a better understanding of what you mean by that, but could you open that up? And then that's when it turned into this large combo, not like, oh, I'm just timing this ball to this bat. And that was it. It was like, it was, it's a much, that's yeah. why it could be an hour plus long combo that never was, you know, it can be. Yeah. And it,
1: right? I, I actually really like the way that, <coughs> excuse me, the way, the way that conversation broke down. So I'm going to do it to the camera. Cody, if you like this or not. So we I started doing like this on like on the table, there was a table. I had like a bunch of you had cups three cups. We're talking about light cups. switches, yeah, turn yeah, it on yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But in the in the spectrum of timing, like there's a window where you're gonna be where on time is available. Most players try to be on time. That's there's one perfect on time where it's on time, on time, on like perfect, yeah, perfect. Moment. One, yeah. there's one perfect. If you're you can be a little bit late from that and still have a chance. Yeah. Like you got a chance. You're gonna be rushed, but you can still have success. If you cross a little bit further into that threshold, like between perfect timing and a little bit late, the, the margin of error is so slim. If you go on the other side of that, you can be early and and extend time. You you now have time to work with. On the other side of that, there is a there is a threshold where you can become too early. So there's failure on the on the early side and there's failure on the back side. But you always want to tr- like. You're gonna have much more consistent success long-term if you're trending towards being early on the front side because mm-hmm. there's more margin of error. Yeah,
0: and like I mean, that that
1: whole conversation. Then it's yeah. like, well, how do you measure that? And then like, what well, if yeah. the guy throws hard, or if the guy throws See. soft? That that amount of time between release point and, and contact changes. So it's like, and in, in the cage today, yeah, the hitter we're working with, it's like every swing we're switching bats. We we work to the point where we're doing every swing, every other swing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're. we're where timing for me with context is yeah. every every single swing has a timing component where like all right you're on time with a light bat pick up a heavy bat you're on time with the heavy bat go with a, a, a bat with a different balance point you're on time with that let's go back to the light bat yeah. i'm going to try to have you pull the ball with the heavy bat and then go oppo with the light yeah. bat and then yeah. go oppo with the light bat where you feel like you have to wait and then go b- yeah. to pull with the light bat where you have to you have to hold back from being too quick yeah. So it's always this back yeah. and forth and like stretching and, and challenging that timing system, yeah. coordinating moves with barrel, with feel, with, mm-hmm. with actually seeing the ball and hitting the ball.
0: And I think that's also with the like intention, like we're talking about there as well, right? Like you can also do the same thing where, you know, I did that with him towards the end. It's like, okay, when he started, you know, getting his hands up a little early, and he started dragging his barrel, all these things. I'm like, okay, but, you're doing that with like the lighter bat right now. Well, with the heavy bat, the bat's gonna fill a thousand pounds when you do that and it gives you so much feedback. So then, you know, he, we went to the heavy bat, right? And it's like, okay, then the move tightened up again because it has to, right? It just and has go to. Back to and that. then we go back to the light bat, right? So it's like-
1: And then it feels good so you try to do it extra good. Yeah, 100%. And then you ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, what, I, I always say like, oh man, like I hit it so good and I wasn't even trying. What would happen if I did try? Like, yeah. <laughs> it'd suck. Like, it would get, like, all of a sudden everything falls apart. But yeah, I- And
1: I, I used the line today like, Being disciplined about process, like that is hitting. It's not about adding more. Like, oh, that one's really good.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Add to it. Add to it. Yeah. Like, are you going to add to it in a game with success, or are you just going to take a good swing and and deal with the result? Yeah. That's what being a professional is to me. It's knowing what you're trying to do, execute it well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Made a good pitch, got me out, or hit the ball hard, got me out, or I chased. What do I need to adjust? The whole game is feedback, and that I've talked for years now about. Uh, this like the sixth tool to me is awareness yeah. and learning how to become aware and how to pay attention yeah, huge. what to pay attention to
0: you can't make changes or make adjustments if you don't have awareness
1: one of the scariest things that ever happened to me as a coach i had a, a kid that was in my program for like f- three or four years we're playing a game and it was like a monday game or sorry it was an early morning game it might have been on, i don't care what day it was early it was an eight o'clock game first batter kid hit a chopper to second base on turf. It was like a three hopper. And the kid came back to the dugout and he goes, hey, did I get on top of that? I was like, oh. mm-hmm. I, I, like, it was like 400, 400 the other night. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know how, I don't know how to respond to that. If you don't know that you got on top of it, you hit a chopper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you asked me if you got on top of it. Where, what is the basis of conversation? It terrified yeah. me as a coach. Cause I'm like, how did that, how did I let this happen? um and it was it was terrifying
0: yeah absolutely
1: terrifying. because how did how did i let a kid get to the point where he's 14 years old hitting a chopper not knowing if that many got on top
0: yeah yeah you you, it's, you scary you made uh and again by the questions like that when we asked those like clarifying questions i think are really good like when you said like spacing your direction when i realized you know obviously that at night because also too with the mindset that you've been in right and you're looking at like okay, how do you measure? How did we make this, like, scale, right? Like, how do we do this and help more people, right? Also, uh, you know, for me, it's like, well, I haven't had to, right? I haven't had to. So because of that, then it led to the conversation we got into, like, with well, like, I defined it in a different way. That's, like, a quicker thing. And so I wrote it uh, here as well. It's like, to me, spacing is creating time and direction is extending time. So, again, a different way of looking at it where it's like, my space like how i create space right and how i'm able to create more space if i need it i can create time right and then my direction right like you're talking about too like out there like i can extend time right if i need to and so like if i if i can't extend time like i can't be early right like there's some hitters that like can't extend time and there's some hitters that again when they're they can't create time so they just speed up right so it's like they speed up and then when they speed up, sometimes they, and this is where we talk about as well, sometimes this messes the whole timing element up, right? Because if we just all we can hit with is speed, like that's our only thought process as a hitter is just speed. It's like, well, yeah, but sometimes how I'm creating speed is one not creating time. I'm just trying to speed up to get there I on be, time. Might be losing time, right? Yeah. I might be losing time, and then I can't extend time because maybe how I'm creating speed is pulling me directionally off the ball. Which then I cannot extend if it. it's a, some, you know, it's again, I'm a one dimensional hitter. I better be there. That's why I say with hitters, a lot of times when I ask them, one of the questions I ask them is, you know, what's important to you? Like if I had, you know, I watch them do their routine, I watch what, the, what they put a lot of t- emphasis on. Um, if they're heading off the tee in a certain area, you know, like I'm, I'm paying attention to one of their normal routine, or I'm, I'll ask them, like, hey, what's really important to you? And like, let's say someone's like, like timing, like, like I need to be on time, I need to be on time. A lot of times for me, they're not thinking about timing especially if it's a younger hitter you're not thinking about timing like you're thinking about timing they're thinking about it that one point in time I better be on time and it's like well yeah because your swing only allows for that one moment in time like you you're in the zone and you're able to make contact and your barrel's turning left right so it's like you have a very limited window so for that guy when they tell me what's so important to us is like your version of what are you afraid of right like in the box like well you know, it's like I gotta be, I gotta be on time because like that's the only way I can hit, right? They're like they're afraid of. It's like that is so important to me because I can't do longer, that.
1: That right. one thing is restricting them everywhere else. Yeah. There were a lot of really good questions. One question that stood out to me at the the camp campfires. Right? Yeah. Um, you were talking about th- the concept of a scissor came up. Yeah. And there was one coach who said, "Well, would you ever tell a kid yeah. that you should have scissored on that bitch?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Time out." Time. That. If, if you teach something that prevents the scissor from happening, yeah. now you've removed an option from that player. Yeah, So if a kid's early, yeah. he's out front, outside, and then he swings he's in, like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. You could say it's not about should you have scissored. It's yeah. were you able to, is that an option that you had to make an adjustment? Yeah. But the other option would be like, why were you early in the first place? Exactly. Like go back to root cause. Yeah. And this is not a game of perfect. No. So when you're early, Mm. is that afforded to you? Because there are different ways of swing where you cannot do that, which if you're pulling off the ball, you're leaning back, you're all these these different reasons push knob to ball like, yeah, a lot of reasons you can't do it.
0: Yeah. Making sure uh, like as well, right? Like when we're looking at like again, a lot of times people think too, I I understand it because it's how I used to look at it is as a hitting coach. Like we'll look at a scissor as like a movement that is like a certain technique rather than like, I think we talked about this other day about like martial arts and like having like, okay, there's a lot of different kicks I can throw. I have a karate kick, I have a Muay Thai kick, I have the low kick, I have a high kick, I have all these other kicks, right? And so sometimes we think about that as the same thing. It's like, well, I have an option to do all of these different kicks, right? Depending on what position I'm in, where where the, my opponent is, like all these things. And it's like, okay, how does that tie over to hitting? Depending on where the ball is, right? And depending on how you know I create force, depending on, um, how in the positions i put myself in i limit myself from options like if i overextend lean on my front leg or whatever right i'm jumping towards the ball i'm yanking my back i'm driving it like well now i limit myself from being able to throw certain strikes if that makes sense right mm-hmm. so again I, I connect a lot of things with martial arts because it opened my mind up so much to a striking like we're striking an object that's trying to get me not to strike it right um and so we talked about that as like um you know like you talked about it's like you know, a lot of people will see an exagger- ex- exaggerated scissor, right, on a ball that they're really early on and the guy's out front. And then I brought that point up and I was like, yeah, but why do guys do that so much on pitches that they're crazy early on? Because bad guy, you know, a lot of bad hitters will just spin it in, into the floor and they're yanking off to the left. This guy, like you'll see, you'll see like a Altuve or somebody like that, right, where the ball's like on the ground and the guy will do some extended, you know, uh, a exaggerated scissor and like hit a little single up the middle or something like that right it's like it's like hey like again extending time creating time and all those things like they're tied in together of like how guys uh, create force and we're talking about that as well it's like it's not about the scissor it's just an option right it's that option. is important that guys can have and go to yeah. um, without thinking about it because their body just well, can do it
1: and the create <laughs> one thing just being in the cage the last couple of days yeah the number of people out there that are telling kids to go oppo Hey, stay on the ball, stay on it. Don't, yeah. the, you're you're teaching D cell without knowing you're teaching D cell. And it yes. does you don't need to get mad about that. You don't need to yes. be upset about it. Yes. It's just a lot of different words getting into the same thing. I
0: tweeted I tweeted this one time and this this will get the people going. Is um, if you teach Snap, you're teaching a D cell. You just don't know you're teaching a D cell because that's how the bat you get the bat to do that move. As well as like it's a trunk trunk decel like some part of your body is decelling to get the other torque to happen, right? So so again, you can think of it as a snap. talking about
1: fusing fuse the torso.
0: Yes yes, or you're talking about again popo or all these other things, right? It's like again like we don't have to be conscious if
1: everything's turning together. That is the definition of spin. Yes, literally it's like if I'm just like like I'm on a chair, I just swivel (laughs) like.
0: There's, yeah. It's, it's slow. Yeah. There's and, no force transmission. And, and let's get this one out of the way too. I, I think Nate said it the other day too, but I've talked about this a lot, right? Every swing decels, because if we're accelerating, if we'd never decelerated, we would just be spinning still and never stop. At some point, I'm going to stop, right? There's going to be a decel. Now, how hard I do decel and all this thing, like it's trainable, right? We we know, again, it's not, you know, again, but how we do it and how we teach it, you might never use the word decel at all. Right? That's just the measurement that we know it happens. You can say oppo. Amazing, right? Like, you can say all these words. Yeah. Whatever you get, it, have to say or drill you have to do to make it happen, great. Like, maybe you're not even bring up the, the word ever. It doesn't mean that it's still not happening.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. One thing, One thing. Uh, one thing I, we haven't talked about this, I don't think. So I'm going be a slight curveball here. But one thing I think about is, like, the swing is, in large part, like, we're, we're closing and then we're opening. Like, we're turn, for a righty, I'm turning right, and then I'm turning left. Yeah. And, like, the total range of motion available, like, we're basically just turning 90 degrees. Yeah. Towards the pitcher. Yeah. Like, we're turning towards the catcher, we're turning towards the pitcher. Yeah. If we do it all back, all forward, Yeah, yeah. that's not it. We know that's not it. Yeah. So, if, like, if I turn my hips back first, and then my shoulders follow, and then I turn my hips forward, and then my shoulders come, yeah. like, at what, at what point are we just, like, actually describing what's happening? Like, if the camera, I don't know if the camera can, can am I in frame? Like like now I'm like just building this wave of energy yeah. and it's like how much delay do I want and like I can make this way bigger and looser and I can like yeah. let my arms go loose. Yeah. It's like it's just turn right, well, turn left. There, like we only have to go this far. there's so many ways to do it.
0: Yeah, there was this uh, high school coach. He said it really good out in uh, Utah. I remember him saying, he used to say like, whatever I put into my swing, I'm going to get out of my swing. And it was like that same concept, right? If I tuck everything in and twist everything, you know, just like, everything away from the ball, one piece. Well, then it's going to come back out the opposite, the same thing, right? And it's like, so keeping all that in mind, it's like whatever I put in, right? If I if I do a really hard push to my right, well, then I'm going to do a really hard push, to, you know, back to my left, right? And, and so like, like you said, like how you load and all that stuff is. Um, gather all the other things right like uh, we were talking about something yeah, cool doesn't they gather like that know, no 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 me a little no bit no 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 not like, not gather. no no i said that i said that because <laughs> i i know i really like that cue i that was one of my biggest takeaways it's a main, different word leading into the next yeah. like when we were in the cage together right i don't know if we want to go there okay. not yet okay but in any case that was one of my takeaways like the reason i said that is like that's a great way of breaking the two apart right right and and um, really helping a, a hitter conceptualize. When, when you're gathering,
1: you're not loading. You're not loading. Very different content. Very different. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, let's get into the ABCA recap. Just the actual event, like trade show. I <laughs> I love walking the trade show floor. I barely got I barely got through it this year. Yeah. Um, were there any vendors? Anything that stood out to you? Um, I'm gonna grab that bat in yeah. a second that I that I yeah. can't wait to talk about. I've been geeking out about that for over a month now. Yeah. Um, what do you see when you walk the trade show floor? So if you've never been to ABCA, how big is that room? There's, there's Dal-
0: rows. Dallas is smaller, I feel like, than other venues that we go to. Yeah, well, Nash- Nashville's got like the second Yeah, that's the room. Side, second room. That's probably the where there's such a backlog. because I, That's what I was thinking. Room. I was thinking the same thing. But we're talking
1: like. Still big. It's huge. 12, 12 rows. Something like that, yeah. Over 13 rows with. 25 Fifteen,
0: being- fifteen
1: 15 yeah. vendors per row. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean anywhere. it's it's a hundred twenty well over a hundred vendors yeah tech companies travel companies equipment companies uh, yeah. you know, bats gloves you name it it's mm. baseball people somebody type. said it's like Disney for uh yeah for a baseball coach Yeah what type of stuff what what's your i have a very specific strategy when i go there. what do you do what's your strategy when you go there and i'm going to grab the bat yeah, when I talk. it's
0: it's it's changed over the years of course right i'm sure yours is as well right just depending on where we're at right because i also do so for me oh okay dang okay we're back all right so um, <coughs> for for me it's changed over the years this, you know again it's a big networking time right that you we learn uh we learn so many things and we're looking for different things. And again, different people to partner with, people to network with that again, um, knowledge, right? There might be certain groups that are really on something like, you know, for example, that we're interested in. And so like um, this year, you know, again, like I'm specifically, you know, I'm looking for, for, you know, our company and like where we're at, right? It's like, there's certain things I'm trying to measure or there's certain.
1: So get into that real quick. Cause you're doing, obviously you do, you have a facility. Yeah. So you have in-house hitting. Hitting yeah. only, no pitching.
0: Hitting only, hitting and strength basically.
1: So yeah. The, the, yeah, so strength. Strength is new, newer. Yes. Well, you, at least with a formal coach. Yes. You've been doing water bag and activations yeah. and, but like formal strength and conditioning. Yeah. You? So, yeah. hitting, strength. You've got force plates. You've got ball monitors. Yeah. Uh, do you do, do bat sensors at all? You bat sensors. Yeah. Which one would you use for that? Blast. Blast. Yeah. Um, uh Do you still use K vest? Yep. Yeah. Or forty you uh, both. We have both. Both. Yeah. Um you can You've got the insole still? Yep. You're still using those or um, well because our
0: force plate can do it can pressure. measure pressure. Right. Um, and then but sometimes we'll still use it because we don't have pressure underneath the front foot. Yep. Um, so sometimes we'll use those as well and like integrate it, yep. it together too. So.
1: And then on the strength and conditioning side are you using tech over there, any like VBT? Yes. or
0: So we have um we have a flywheel that like measures from there. Um as it well. measure
1: what does it measure from there?
0: Um uh, the exact measurement, do you remember? Yeah, the thing. Yeah, it, I didn't realize there was measurement. Yeah, there's measurement. I know but, it's
1: like the cool thing about that is like what you put in is what you've Yeah, well, it's you, have, you create you your own. Yeah. yeah,
0: you create your own like eccentric. Basically. Same with
1: the same with the water bags. You you only create as, you create the force that you have to deal with. Yeah,
0: except for the uh, the obviously a flywheel. It's much more it's not a it's a very much more controlled load. So again, you get different effects, Um but yeah, um, or load. Um Yeah. So we measure from that side. Obviously, you know, where you can also just tracking obviously your weights over time, like all that stuff as well. And then also Steve uh, is well coming in. Uh, there's, uh, we do force plate readings. Obviously I was going
1: to say, I saw that the other day. I didn't know you were, I saw something doing like vertical jump on there.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's one, counter jumps. It's
1: one big plate. Like the, the, we have Hawken plates here. Yeah. And we do some, uh, if you're familiar with isometric mid-thigh poles, mm. there's a, one of our friends has a, he created, he has a patented device. that uses, it's a belt mm. version of it because if you're doing the mid-thigh poles, the grip strength versus a belt, you're, you're really testing your yeah. grip strength. You're, you're testing upper yeah. body grip as much as you are the lower body. Got it. So we do a lot of stuff with uh, jumps, like a squat jump, counter movement jump, and then compare that to the force numbers because it's yeah. all different loads and different yeah. – the, the way you load, can you can get insight into how the athlete handles forces
0: and stuff like yeah. that. So, so, yeah, really so
1: I'm fascinated by that side of it. I'm not yeah. – certainly not the expert in it, but I'm fascinated by it.
0: Yeah, so uh, Steve had been doing it uh, with uh, A's for years now, but w- the difference that he had with us and where he's like nerding out right now is because our force plates are two different force plates, you can measure asymmetries between each leg and like especially if they like this you know they when they accept force they like to lean into one leg or another they like to twist Mm -hmm. or whatever right so you can get all that and then also too we can also do it on one force plate uh, where sometimes we'll do it on the back one we do multiple readings where if we want to just look at pressure and seeing how they're shifting into their feet and where Mm -hmm. they are that also tells you a lot about like muscle activation of like where they like where they're sliding into or they might have an asymmetry or something like that. Um, and then obviously that gives us a baseline also too for training and retesting and all those things as well. And then obviously you have within their individual programs like when we're stepping up, you know, like, you know, uh, just as we continue to overload, you know, as well, like we're monitoring those things as well. And yeah. then also if I s- let Steve have his way, I'm sure he would every every toy every every week we're we're buying more and more stuff. But
1: awesome. Yeah,
0: so oh oh sorry I forgot to get the nerd, the nerd part. The nerd part is with the athletics. He didn't have cameras that were synced with the force plates, so now they're synced together, so he can see the forces and then what they're doing. So he's only been able to look at the force and yeah. read it from that way. Yeah. Having the video with it is a game changer. Yeah.
1: Yep. And that's like uh, with us with the three motion. Yeah. We have we can do a vertical jump with yeah. the phone. Yes. And then you get the when you do it now you get angles, lines, joints, exactly all that kind of stuff. Yeah. With, through through a camera it's yeah like and
0: then correlated that over with obviously do that, do that the on a force plate yeah yeah yeah, yeah you starts
1: start cool. telling a story yeah it's fun uh so with the context of all that that you're doing yeah you hit the trade show at abca yeah blinders on blinders get trying to get stopped every five minutes yeah 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 I'm, well, so this, when you when you walk the floor what's yeah. your because i i mean i didn't get to start really walking the floor until the last day at like mm. i had like two hours to walk to the whole floor it was yeah. rushed what's your what are you looking for what booths like certain booths you just be polite and you say hey thank, Good luck and then other yeah. people you stop and talk and yeah, what are you looking for? What value are you looking for?
0: It, the, really, I think the big game plan is, is for us like where we're at like I'm looking, you know, again, I'm looking at um, Biomechanics, you know camera type tracking like all these things that we're trying to incorporate like within and then also you know, along with that is people that we can partner with. I know that we can help them and then they can help us, right? Like a lot of times, a lot of these tech companies, right? Great, they create really great products, but the baseball coach is like, I don't know what the hell this means. And like, we can connect that dot from them because of the background of some biomechanics, exercise science, and then also too, how we're showing results over time. Like, okay, then we go back in and then we social media from that, right? And then because a lot of them, great, you develop a great product, but they can't, um, they're not the greatest at marketing it, right? Because they don't know even what the baseball coach First off, they might be looking at the wrong things. They might be looking at things just because they can measure it. Doesn't mean necessarily that it's valuable or you know any of those things. So a lot of times, oh, and I love again when I go and look at those type of companies. Uh, they have, they usually have a really good biomechanist that I would love to talk to. That's like you know behind the curtain, and then we start getting going, and I build those relationships, and now I have like a network of like ten different biomechanists that I go to. When this guy is an expert on like uh, force plates. This guy's an expert on like kinematics. This guy's an expert, like, and then so I get those kind of groups together and uh, it's really cool from that side. So that's there. And then, you know, again, also, uh, you know, vendor-wise when it comes to like certain training products, like there's certain things that, I, you know, obviously I've seen online or something and I wanted to check it out. Or, uh, you know, a lot of times they want to partner and do things with us as well. So in, in that reality from there, um, but uh, for me too, as well, um, sometimes it's just having the conversation with certain people that I know that they have certain, you know, again, like if you guys are there, like that's kind of how, you know, we mean the first time is like when you're on the trade floor, you're also running into people that might be at a vendor and I know that that guy's over there. So I'm going to go talk to that vendor because I'm specifically want to pick that guy's brain or like connect or network with that one person Yeah, um, as well. How, how How's that for you like right now? It's good. Very similar. Uh, I know it's not the same things, but like. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, a, a lot, lot of design. it's, I, I would say probably half of it is just, Seeing people that you talk to all the time—it's yeah. al- always different in person. Quite uh, different, yeah. Collaborating, people are usually reading. much nicer
0: in person, by the way.
1: Um, I, I don't deal with that. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's a Joey issue. Not, a, <laughs> I don't I don't deal with that too. I don't I don't find that. I'm not a very—I uh, don't really communicate with emotion too much, so yeah. that might be just yeah. my interpretation yeah. of it. But uh, I would say probably fifty percent of it is just relationships. Yeah, maintaining curating and not like not in a sleazy kind of like i'm trying to it's people that are like my favorite thing about abca is there's eight thousand people in the room that are all trying to say solve the same problems Mm -hmm. like we're all trying to help players we're trying to grow the game we're trying to win more games so there's there's that underlying context to everything so like this so sensor edge Mm -hmm. ran into these guys at the mlb winter meetings I've been looking into grip pressure for years, mm-hmm. years. I bought these stupid gloves or golf gloves that have like this little computer on the back. And it's like, there's one sensor on each finger and mm-hmm. it's like, it gives you like a zero through 10 pressure. Yeah. No context for timing, like, so the stuff. big conversation was so I went over to the, their booth and I was like, all right, what are we dealing with? Cause I'm, I'm all in the floor, ground-based pressure, forces, mm-hmm. all that stuff. The hands are the only connection to the bat, mm-hmm. truly connected to the yeah. bat. But every pressure sensor that I've ever seen, and even these guys last year at the morning meetings, they weren't there yet. So they're using the ink dot to establish the alignment of the pressure. Because in golf, it's easy because you've got a club face. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know where the club face is, and you can always align it. Mm-hmm. The bat's round, so how do you know? I need to know relative to the pitcher. In golf, it would be relative to intended target. You know, yeah. what's your target line? Because it's oriented and now we're doing amount of pressure, where pressure's happening, plus they have contact point. Mm. So now I can look at pressures relative to contact with orientation. Mm. I'm like, oh boy, yeah. I could do some damage with this, that I can yeah. I can start to learn stuff now because it's not mm. one of the biggest issues with tech is it creates a bigger time burden. Yeah. Like it's supposed to make your life easier. Yeah. I I'm confident you feel that pain because as yeah. as like when you try to be an innovator if you're an early adopter with things you get a force plate you get k-vest you get a bat sensor you get hit tracks oh, you gotta go on the weeds for a you, minute you you gotta figure out what it means and like if you don't have a relationship with your hitters to know like all right this is what this guy's doing this is what this means
0: mm-hmm.
1: you become the translation that mm-hmm. you become the translator mm-hmm. of the technology all right this number means this this yeah. number means this when this is happening, th- this is what it looks like when that number says that. Mm-hmm. so you have to tie it all together and'm I'm, yep. I'm the reason I'm so excited about this is I believe that we're gonna learn that certain pressures on the bat are correlated to different mechanics that you see with the hitter, mm-hmm. the different leverage that gets created. So if like if I create pressure on the back of the handle with my top hand at a certain time, mm-hmm. that's gonna lead to more of a push swing. or if mm-hmm. I'm creating pressure with my lead hand a certain way, it's gonna lead to a pull swing. Mm-hmm. like just I, I, I need to know where, and when things are happening. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna tell us a story about leverage and how the body's gonna move. And I'm it's geeked out about it. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Like, cool. Absolutely absolutely geeked sense. out about it. Because if I can start to take this data, correlate to the to the swing mechanics, mm-hmm. it's gonna give me better ways to find better drills faster. Yep. Because ultimately what we're trying to do with Peltero is we wanna make good decisions faster. Yeah. And if we can understand like all right, this specific pressure on the bat yep. correlates with this specific swing move yeah which correlates with this bat path which causes these problems Mm -hmm. like we're just we're getting down the rabbit hole to a very like what's the what's the bottom how deep can we go yeah how much deeper can we go than actual grip and pressure on the the, the relationship between the bat the bat and body
0: and then you know kind of like with that is like the reason that we're looking at those like biomechanical systems is because we already have the force plate we already have all these things but i'm also i'm also this is one the thing that i also do is like the connector is I'm saying, hey, I want this to work with my Soto. I want this to work with my bat. I yep. want this to work. Context. Yeah, I want all of it and I want it all in one place and it all to be tied together where I don't have to go and manually put it together. I want it to work, right? So then they, yeah, exactly. Hey, so then Sarah sign up. Yeah, nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'll go to the companies. And again, I'm pushing from that side and saying, hey, I need this to work with this. And then I I know the CEOs of both companies and I'm like, then I get them talking the same language and like why, you know, universal and like how I can help.
1: That's basically been my job, my job for the last four years and doing that in a scalable way. Yeah. So we have to be very, we have to be very selective about who we're working with, um, what their data is formatted like. Is it accessible? Is it, do they have distribution? Mm Because you might have like this, this, this product is a research product. Yeah. Yeah. it's expensive. It's yeah. amazing, but the average user's not gonna Yeah. You're not gonna throw well, this into the doesn't
0: mean very much to somebody you, you, else. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're not gonna throw this in like a you know, your average rental cage yeah. type facility and yeah. like, oh yeah, go take or some of these your
0: dad in his backyard with his son or something, like that. that's not But
1: I've talked I've talked to some college yeah. co- I tweeted about it and I had college coaches call me and say, Hey, what's the deal with this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I said, If I get one of these can I can I come test all your players? Like how soon can you get here? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, there's yeah. there's value there and certain equipment it's not everyday tech it's mm-hmm. you need to do this once a month maybe once a quarter half every half year every year mm-hmm. if you're trying yeah. to lose weight how often do you need to get on the scale like do you need to get on every day because mm-hmm. like if you have a big dinner the number's not going to be representative mm-hmm. if you have a light day the yeah. number's not re- so like you kind of need that trend over time yeah and different tech like if you're doing how much force you create yeah. on a force plate if you have a really like, you have a long day, you will go out for a run, or you, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're on your feet all day traveling, you so don't get sleep, your numbers going to be, yeah, your numbers going to be messed
0: up. What I like to look at, though, what, one thing I do like to look at, though, is like, when you're saying with that is, that's why I'm very mindful of that of, uh, we talk about like, uh, you know, like a movement signature will be very similar, right? Even if you go, like, you know how everybody likes to get it out where it's like, well, why would I test on the T because X Y Z? Z? Well, what we've seen from evaluating people is, they might be less forces, but the signature is the same. Yeah, they're doing what right? they're going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do, right? So, um, and again, yes, you can have a little kid where you might see some bigger spreads because the, they're so task oriented, yeah. right? Like you but th- how you, they
1: move, how they move is how they move.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, especially as they get older, it's like, again, it's the same exact thing, you'll just see the forces increase, right? So it's like, that's why as well. And then like we always say it's like, a, it's like a leaking pipe. When there's no pr- little pressure on it, it's just like dripping. But when you put pressure on it, it sprays. And then, like it's like okay, as we pick up, we turn up the noise and we turn up the variability. Where you were having problems off the tee is yeah. showing up. Where you're having problems there, it's just yeah. more exposed and it's easier to see so there.
1: Yeah, the, the analogy of a drip versus a spray. spray. That's yeah, yeah. Because people ask me all the time, how many swings do you need to see? I'm like, yeah. one. To, I always say one to see, two to confirm. Yeah. You, yeah. you get if you know what's going on you know like if yeah. a kid's got a super steep bat you know yeah. what that's gonna cause yeah. downstream but, but
0: but I can only do that and you can only do that because of so much time of like seeing I think that's other thing is right as well it's like I like we talked about that with like tech I've used tech so much that yeah. now I need less tech than I ever needed but at the same time <clears throat> you if somebody else comes and sees how much I use tech and all these things are like you have all this tech like all the things and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. but like we do evaluations, all the things, but I'm using too. I'm using tech in my head every swing because of that tech has yeah. formed and shaped my filter for my eyes. it, change,
1: you know? it changes how you see. Yeah. So I, I'm huge on lens right now, perspective and lens. Yeah. Like even getting in the cage, mm-hmm. the other day, it's like you saw the kid took a swing and I see him his shoulder spun off the ball and you're yeah. like, oh well, his feet were doing this. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, let's not go there yet. Uh, yeah. Recap ABCA. So I one of my favorite things to do is I walk the perimeter. Mm-hmm. I, I always because the Right when you right when you walk in yeah. you're gonna see Rawlings hit tracks yeah the big companies big booths yeah big booths, polished yeah you know, this investment into, yeah into they the pick those
0: spots for a reason
1: yeah. right when you walk in right mm-hmm. I like going to the perimeter because it's all the new guys the, yeah. the, the new the new contenders that yeah. they don't even know what they have yet mm-hmm. and I want to know where where the thinking is mm-hmm. as much as the product I want to know where the thinking is what problems are they trying to solve? Chicago had some really, really good up-and-coming vendors yep. that didn't make it. Yeah, um, There's a kid doing like a – they might have got bought out. I, I didn't I, – I tried to follow up with them, but I haven't seen I, – I thought I would see them this year, and they weren't mm-hmm. there. Um, like portable force plates for pitchers. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. getting the price point down. Mm-hmm. Um, different – I felt like there was less like athlete management system stuff. Yeah. Athlet, to me, athlete management systems are – not exciting mm. um they're, they're basically just they are databases with no functionality mm. and like
0: what we've built is talking about more like like a team snap or something or like what, what uh, kind
1: of yeah like a or conductor like uh, if you look up MS athlete management system um that style company where like more reporting based mm. where it's like all right bring all your data in and we'll, we'll we'll show you what it looks like it's mm. like Again, time burden is still put on the coach Mm. to actually comb through those reports, figure out what it means, and then you still have to figure out how to apply it and distribute it. That's Mm. the 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 hidden value with what we do is the distribution. You plug in the data, we instantly translate. You click a button, and it's sent. It's delivered. It's done. Um, As opposed to like looking at a report, figure out what it means, then go to like what Excel or or Google Sheets and. now you're manually
0: people, building. Ninety people, percent people? people don't make it there. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But there's there's just there's so much data now that. Yeah. On one side of it, you're like, there's so much here. Do I even need to bother? Mm-hmm. On the other side is, there's a lot of value, and and what are you missing? I had, a, I had a call with a college coach today, because we've had a lot of internal discussions about, you know, why should a coach trust what we built like why should they trust the drills yeah so we're going to start doing things where like all right submit a video of a player we're going to build a plan and then we're going to we're going to have a a quick call be like all right rate these drills like is this acceptable or not acceptable is it like rate it zero through ten like this is a great drill this is a horrible drill if we get to the end and like we got eighty percent of the drills that are like you would approve them like what makes you think you're 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. like are you 100 like you don't know Mm -hmm. and we don't know either but based on the data based on what the data actually means mm-hmm. we're going to get you pretty damn close mm-hmm. and it might be 10 out of 10 it might be 8 out of 10 but then people are like well what if i don't like the drill We're like then don't do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: like this is just these are recommendations this is this is a these are bumpers on a bowling lane mm-hmm. like we're trying to keep you and make sure that you're not doing bad stuff
0: yeah
1: it's never going to be perfect so like this whole perception of like mm-hmm. well then a lot of coaches, they their enjoyment, their, the joy that they feel from being a coach is like being the expert and being the guy that picks the drills. And it's like, I in, in my talk, I, I said mechanics are a distraction right now. Like, mm. what other time could you be spending to build your team rather than sitting there manually picking drills? Mm. If we can get 80% of the way there, when yeah. you're in the cage, you're going to audible anyway. Yeah. Because c- the whole thing is we're going to give you the drills So that when the kid screws up you can provide the feedback the coachable moments happen because of the swings in real time yeah not because of oh well if i pick these drills then i guarantee you're gonna have success what that's not what we're doing Mm. we're creating a direction we're creating frameworks and then you have audible you don't like a drill don't do it you could go in our system and like replace it if you want if you really care to like swap it out but like kids leaning back popping everything up we're gonna give you a high t drill and then if the kid leans back and pops up doing the high t drill now you have intent for me the definition of drill is just creating intent what are you trying to do and how many kids go in the cage and don't have intent
0: mm-hmm. and they're Le- just, which, taking, em- just taking
1: empty swings all the time i would
0: always love to give this because we've gotten so far with the word intent and it's like it's short for intention right what is my intention yep. right enough and, and, and cody actually posted this the other day it's like we were talking about this on a uh, in a podcast where we we're talking about how like if you don't know the player's intention like you say get your hands back what does, what does that mean? That's right?
1: Chris, I, Chris gives me so much shit because yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You have to tell me specifically what yeah. you mean. The word separation. I, I, did, I don't know what you're talking the, about. The, I don't
0: know what you're talking day about. The other day at the campfire, I was, like, I, was like, I was like, no, no, no. Like, get up and show me. Like, yeah. <laughs> show me what you, yeah. when you're saying that, like, what does that mean to you, right? Yeah. And like, show me what your intention, because we'll do it all the time. is like, hey, um, like, we're, try to do this. You know, uh, try play around with this drill or whatever, right? And we think. That what they're trying to do, and then all of a sudden they're doing something completely, you know, different.
1: So the word, the the concept of intention. Yeah. One um, of one of the, the things you said in the cage today, we were same hitter. I had to take a phone call. You slid in, kind of yeah. took over, and you started doing. Uh, you call it deep tee feel, mm-hmm. and I love that mm-hmm. because a player who struggles to over rotate come off the ball. Yeah. I've, told, I've been telling him, like, hey, feel like you're resisting with your hips. Feel like you never rotate. Mm-hmm. Because if anything, they're going to rotate too fast. Yeah, yeah. So we have to restrict. Yeah. And, Especially a player
0: and, like that. I was going to say that for context, right? Yep. It's not a, some young 10-year-old that has no engine. Like, this guy oh, got some, got an engine, right? Like, yeah, this, this guy can thump, right? So, yep. uh, you know, again, middle lineup guy, like all these things. And it's like, you know, uh, I, I talked about that with uh, Donnie Acker at one point, right, where he's like, you know, at his level it's like typically they don't have engine problems like those guys all at that level can rotate like that's yeah. not the problem right like drag so, cars so a lot of times you're talking about the opposite right and I, i've talked about this and i knew somebody at abca that i had this conversation with and they found this like super insightful is like we started talking about it like ratios right it's like okay if i take um if i take that hitter's um brakes and i put that in like a 10 year old oh that kid's gonna smash right because his his in the, in the sense of forces right because his brakes are so strong compared to that little kid's engine, right? Like, how fast would you drive Ferrari if it had bicycle brakes? It's like, we not drive it very fast, right? And it's like...
1: You could, but you'd crash. Yeah, yeah, or if I don't... Or we talk
0: about it like if you're in an arcade, you know, in the arcade games with the steering wheels, where it's like you barely tip the steering wheel and it hits the wall. And it's like, okay, well, how fast could you drive? If I was trying to get it through a tunnel, like this little tight tunnel, right? Or, or Cody gave this analogy to the hitter uh, the other day, was like, if you're playing Mario Kart, right? And you're on, what is it, Rainbow Road? Yeah, rainbow road, right? And you're trying to stay on the rainbow road and not fall off like well you, you, you get to a certain speed and, and then you know your cart doesn't have as much control and like you, Or
1: when you're going on that first hill you jump to the left and you skip half the track. That's like hunting the fastball. <laughs> now we're, good, now now we're, now we're now gonna right? you know, we it. Yeah, the yeah, fastball, <laughs> right?
0: So 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 that was the other thing too as well. It's like, you know, again, what makes a Ferrari a Ferrari is not just the engine. If I take the Ferrari yeah. engine out and put it in a Toyota Corolla, I got a Toyota Corolla with a Ferrari engine. I don't have a Ferrari. A Ferrari yeah. has the aerodynamics, the computer system, the control, the brakes, the you know, everything that comes with it. And so yeah. A lot of times like with that like going back into that that you know uh, uh, representation there it's like hey like for these guys that have these massive engines they have to worry about other things because it's not again they already have that and if it was a different athlete it'd be different things
1: that was that was my at the at that campfire thing when i had all the i had all the yeah the cups out on the table yeah i can do it now i got some. i got some stuff there's another cup so i was doing this whole thing where it's like all right we
0: got all these shout out to our sponsor yeah
1: so like if if this column is things that are turned off and this thing's turned on, like yeah. if I pull this lever, that might change something. Yeah. If I pull this lever, this one might come with it by default because yeah. it's, it's like more of a downstream yeah. thing, right? I might, I might need all three of these things to be clustered for it to matter. Yeah. So it's like, it's how do we, how do you, you know, we need to be able to measure stuff or at least like if, here's, here's like doing this with like one player is yeah. hard. Yeah, doing it with ten players is hard. Yeah, much harder than one. Yes. You start doing it if you have a facility, if you're dealing with a volume of players. Yeah, it gets to a point where there's. You can do it manually. Yeah, you can. Mm. That system relies on an individual so yeah. much. Yeah. In a business setting, that's not good. Yeah. But then you get to a certain point with volume where it's it's just there's too much data. If you start getting into motor preference stuff, and now we've got there's literally fourteen thousand combinations of motor preferences. Alright, so we're picking back up. We had a uh, camera overheat, yep. but I'm gonna try to get back in flow. We were talking about like in the cage. Um, the point the, the the line of discussion was how we were talking about like why why are your drills right? Mm-hmm. The whole like if if our program's eighty percent right, why why is yours hundred percent right? Like, yeah I might look at your drills and say, Well, I wouldn't pick that drill, I wouldn't mm-hmm. pick that drill. Yeah. Ultimately it's about this this volume of data that we're collecting. When some of the benefits of tracking the data over time is we can understand the changes that are happening. When you start stacking data sources, like you get your bat ball, your bat sensors, force plates, mm. kinematics, game data, like there there's a lot of stuff that you need to measure.
0: Timing um, data. Yeah.
1: Well, the in-game yeah. the in-game stuff that we're doing that nobody's doing. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I, I thought you meant uh, uh, pitch tracking because I know that you guys do like pitch tracking yep. as well, which I know is all game stuff
1: is in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. How about like stuff that we're not doing yet in that app yeah. because it's too advanced? Is yeah. I need to know your your gather timing and your contact timing. Mm. You can start. We, I have adjustability numbers on major league guys by, like if if you can be on time on time to a fastball and you can be on time on time to an off speed, mm. to me that's the definition of adjustability. Yeah. If you don't measure it. Yeah, you don't have it. Then you start stacking in. I was talking about the motor preferences with literally fourteen thousand combinations of motor mm. preferences, and it's not meant to be like the end all be all. Mm. But if you're looking at things like a flexion leg mm. with regard to weight shift, yeah. If we're looking at things like motor shoulders, large versus axial, like there's buckets here that we can start recommending, so that the kid's not bouncing from one swing to another. And mm. I want to, I want to be able to give a kid. A list of major league players that should be studying mm. so like should you swing like ken griffey jr should you swing like jose bautista or should you swing yeah. like albert Pujols, or yeah. an alex bregman yeah. or aaron judge like yeah, exactly. how does your body profile not even just from like a size standpoint but yeah. from a how does your body seek balance standpoint yeah. and well, create force standpoint
0: and, and that does so that we're
1: not steering kids down the wrong path
0: yeah and i was going to say to that as well right it also too is something we talked about this like physical structure standpoint too is like okay before you get into motor preference like you know the structure of your body does like for example if your guy has really long arms like looking at a guy that has really short arms like it's gonna you're gonna get different looks or again if this guy is 230 pounds and you are 150 pounds like soaking wet and again like uh, don't have the engines. Don't have all these other things that you know it comes from a force perspective and all that stuff too. It's like these are things to be mindful of. But again, it's all of that is adding context, and it shouldn't just be just because you guys have the same arm length doesn't mean that you move the same, right? Yeah. Um, but it is all of those things together. Obviously, of considering these things, there's mob comps for a reason. It's like mob comp, but a much more detailed mob comp.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the comps. I mean, ultimately, they're like it's similar body profiles yeah. create similar moves yeah. and then you try to understand like yeah. is that body going to create the similar move that created a certain result yeah cuz ultimately what we what we want is predictability that's what it all boils down to is yeah. how predict and major league teams want that's why data is so prevalent right now because got really really smart people running front offices right now that may or may not have extensive baseball knowledge so if if you don't have baseball knowledge what are you going to lean on you're really smart. You can look at numbers. You can understand numbers. If you're looking at like financial markets, you can you can find the trends, right? We're trying to spot the trends. What matters? The issue is if you don't ask the right questions, if you don't have the right context, you're making decisions with very incomplete data mm. that can be misleading. So what you think is very predictable yeah. may not be. And that's, yeah. I think, the 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 baseball people see that happening and they get upset mm. because they're Ultimately, they're going. You, you're not factoring what I know matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't. You're not looking at this thing, and this thing is critical. Like how yeah. they, how the player interacts in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. that affects the, the the team chemistry for the whole year.
0: Intangibles.
1: Where's your measure for that? Mm-hmm. How do you measure that? You, and they're not even. It's not. They're just. They're just. They're just pieces on a chessboard, with no emotions. Yeah. So I understand why they want mm-hmm. the ability to predict and and. Ultimately, you've got somebody writing a really big check to put a guy yeah. in the field to do, to, to, to do a very specific job. Yeah. But they, they're not factoring in all the other stuff about, you know well, he's a jerk and mm-hmm. polarizes the clubhouse, which yeah. kills team chemistry. So when people yeah. are coming to the field, they're stressed, which means they're not going to play to their yeah. best ability. Or well, you get a player that's a lesser ability yeah. who's, a, who's a glue guy, and everybody's high him when they get to the field. Yeah. And his, number, his numbers aren't good, but he makes everybody else's numbers better. Yeah. And you could say you can't measure that. Go talk to the clubby. He could probably tell you what's going yeah. on. Go well,
0: go, well, ask the right person think, the question. I think you just also, too, it's like you gotta, the other priests as well. It's like, look, look. you're not, again, you're not trying to replace coaching or GMs or any things. You're just getting them more information, yeah. right? And, again, the same thing, too, as well. It's like, you can, I can still decide. I can still know that all those things, like from a PR standpoint or a clubhouse standpoint or all those things, and then look at all that information and see, okay, these players are – you know again when we evaluate them they're similar and all these other ways and they provide these other things but I also know those other things it's not like I'm strictly like oh but the numbers say this and and again it's like great yes but we can again it's just more information anytime I have more information I've been doing that for years over baseball right like you go recruit him more you get you get you get his stats you get his video you get his other things like we all want more information so it's like get more information so that you can make the best decision possible it's not to make the decision for you
1: what were you saying earlier about the percentages um, and You were talking about youth players, older players, percentage, ratios. the ratios. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Yeah. If if we go ninety percent analytics, and ten yeah. percent human. Yeah. That ratios off. Yeah. I, I describe that as pendulum swings, right? Yeah. The, we went too far this way, so the ratios off, and now we got to yeah. come back. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's about the humans. Yeah. When when teams win the championships, the players on the field are going, team team team. Mm. The guys in the front office are like. We got the right players based on the numbers that yeah. put the right people in the yeah. right place. So it all matters. It all matters. It, it comes down to information and decisions. Yeah. That's all we're doing. Yeah. The, the predictable nature of it, whether it's building a training plan or picking a player in a draft yeah. or trading for a guy, Yeah, we just want to make good decisions.
0: Yeah. And you can argue, like, for example, on the same side of that, right, if you look at just, like, the World Series this past year, like, those are two of the most progressive organizations in all of baseball right now. That yes, there's team chemistry and all those things are happening too. Also led by two, you know, historic managers, right? That are you know, and again have a whole bunch of player
1: first, player first, figure. all those
0: things, right? And then also, um, you know, again, obviously, if you go also back to um, like the ALCS, right? For example, it's like those are historic, historic managers, like you know, like with it, right? And it's like that mixture is happening, right? Where you do yes, culture is important, also too having a GM make better decisions and put the right, you know, put these teams together and all that stuff as well. Like there, there's are different roles and like there is a role for everybody. And like when someone else is doing somebody else's role, like it's, it can become problematic, like it's all important. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that again, obviously with that, right. Is that, that of understanding when everybody plays the right role, right. When the catcher's playing shortstop, there's a problem shortstops playing catcher, right. Oh, you might have a chance.
1: And that's, that's on a baseball <laughs> yeah. field. That's in business. Yeah, that's your sure. family. In the yeah. Classrooms. Um, so in the cage, I'm curious because I don't I don't know that you've ever actually seen me like super hands on with a player before. No. What were your biggest takeaways? Just watching me like interact with a player.
0: Yeah, I think well one, um, I think who you are as a coach, you, you more than any anything I think are, you're the same on camera, off camera, in your house with your kids, you know all those things like. Who you are as a person like comes out it's not like all of a sudden like you turn it on when you're coaching like maybe amplify your, your personality a little bit or something like that but what i mean by that is like i think we talked a lot about this obviously with cc also afterwards is just like loving or caring for a player and also your intentions like behind with it so like i think that side if you go because i think people see that as a, a lot of i used to tell our staff especially when people shout on me um i told cody and nicole when they first started shouting me all kinds of other uh, hitting coaches like before is like when you first look at and you start shadowing, you, you start looking at like X's and O's, right? Like, what do you know, what, you know, movements, all these things. But I'm always paying attention to like the tone, like when you're not saying something, when you are saying something, how you say it. Like, you know, all these things, which is like coaching and like knowing your player, right? And it's like, I always tell them, it's like, the better I know you, the better I can coach you. Right. And know how they're going to perceive things and how I need to say or what kind of example. Did you play hockey when you were younger? Did you play soccer? You know, did you have a really like, you know, you know, do you need a fire kicked underneath you? Like all of these things is that's coaching. Right. And then you have the information that you're also trying to get through from like you to them. Right. It's like uh, like Cece said, the students, like I always think about that. It's like if I can just do a hyperlink right from like me to you and like, great, (laughs) we can just download and it'd be there. But like it's a matrix. matrix. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But in reality, right, like how that the difference is, is like. You know you look at that cord right it's like from me to you it's like yeah well how i transfer that energy like some of that information is lost or how i need to say it or what i need to tell you and when you know that's all experience within coaching and then um all that so like uh, that part to me wasn't shocking just because i know who you are and you're so consistent from um you know like all those different arenas um but also too um and also too because i've read a lot of like for example your book and then also i've followed you and we've talked about hitting and some of those things as well um it wasn't like the concepts were there but like seeing it obviously with a hitter you going through and like seeing what i was saying and then what cues you were giving yep. um, that connected some different dots and also has already right now like it's helped me with certain hitters that i was already having like oh like man this when you're saying this i'm like oh that would be great for yeah that would be great for that would be great for you know and i started thinking about those different yep. hitters And so, like that helped um, from that way, just you know, uh, connecting it as well.
1: Yeah, that was my biggest takeaway watching you is we're we're seeing the same problem. Yeah, and then application of our knowledge, our lens to that problem. Where, like, I'm we coached one hitter. Yeah, back to back days. Yeah, and you're getting one slice of how I teach to one player. One player. A different player comes in. Yeah, the whole thing might change. For sure. An example popped in my head when you were talking about how. There was a kid hitting next door one day, and um, the coach working with him was just struck. They couldn't figure someone out. I go, "Hey, you play tennis?" Because the shoes he was wearing tennis brand shoes. Yeah. And he was basically swinging like a backhand tennis. Yeah. And the kid like bent front leg and like yeah. lean like like shifting his weight crazy, and he's like yeah. trying to see. He couldn't get the kid to stay back.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, "You're you're you're swinging like you're playing tennis." That's we're trying mm-hmm. to do something different. He's like, "Oh, I thought it was the same." Uh-huh. And like just saying that out loud, the kid was like, "Oh, I'm I can yeah. do something different." It's yeah. not the same movement. So yeah. then, it, that kid was never going to make a change until somebody yeah. said, "This is different." Yeah. I recognize what you're doing. You're correlating this movement to this movement, but there's we need to separate those For two. Sure. It was just because yeah. the kid was wearing a whatever brand, like Wilson or some of shoes. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're just you're playing tennis right now, but we're trying to play baseball. Yeah. So like simple things like that, where everything I said today might not be whatsoever applicable to another kid. You know and that's the, so it's like I love, I love one when little sliver
0: our hitters will stay around and watch me coach the next hitter and i'll tell them the exact opposite thing yeah and they'll be like you know and i, and I tell them when it happens i'm like hey for you right and i always have that context right it's like for some guy i'm going to be telling him you know uh he needs to feel more direct or whatever right and for you it might be like feeling deeper right like you need to feel like a deep side toss or a deep tea like we talked about or something like that and then um you know for another hitter it might just all and and it all shaped by how I'm seeing them apply the information that I'm giving them, also what I know about them, obviously how they move, how they create force, the shapes I'm seeing, like all that stuff. Um, But again, and also too, that same hitter, three months from now, I may give him the opposite cue, right, because sometimes we go too far, right? Like we yep. go too far with something, or what? We always, a feel became a real, right? And like, all right, now we need a shift, and like we're always trying to find, you know, and then also too, I always tell guys, your body changes right like especially if you're like at a certain ages like your body is yeah. dramatically changing and then also t- you might be you might have I you're working a, out need
1: we need to also two counter he just went off on the also two
0: also two also two also two yeah and 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 you could also have you can also have, <laughs> no, you
1: have uh, we just we're just building awareness yeah that. yeah
0: no, <laughs> you just good. did like three in a row <laughs> <laughs> so so you're getting a, 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 a player's also working out it's changing length, tensions, there's changing everything. all these things in their body, right? So as all those things change, as they're riding in a bus for hours across from this to there, um, you know, all of those things change their body, right? And and it loved,
1: changes things. Uh, I loved the conversation we from the airport the other day. Like certain guys lifting before work before hitting. Yep. Versus not like if you do lift you get so tight and then yep. some guys need to lift to need create to, lift. to create that tension. Yep. It's little things like that, nuance where it's it's understanding each player. Yeah. Which brings me back to like how are we supposed to understand all this for all of our players yeah. it's a lot of data yeah it's a lot and it's when people think about data they they typically think about technology and yeah. numbers like it, it sometimes it's just checking a box saying this guy needs to lift before he hits yeah like what that's a data point i, I feel like it's
0: like tracking information yeah that's what data is you're tracking information right it's like we are we already getting data points and like my brain's tracking information but now we're getting it, so like you can see the same information, and like it's 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 more objective mm-hmm. uh, from there. But like it, to that same concept, right? We also had CC in the cage, right? And you know he's in he's in game mode. Like I, I told I told CC, I was like, dude, if I was playing, like I want you. You're the guy that's like, yo, this guy's a little thumber, like lefty, and all these things. And like for you know he's you no know, he's looking at all of it, right? And he's going, you know, think like backside this ball shoot him through the you know the the four hole with it but like and again like whatever his you know I'm just throwing things out hit first like, yeah right and he's thinking hit first and um again like if I was on the field and I'm with and I'm with him like or in just thinking through all these things like man what a resource like you know he, he is as well and so I think that that's all big as well it's like okay we're all seeing those different things from different shapes and he's going I'm going to use what you have how you move you know like what your tendencies are right and, and and working towards a very similar goal right but doing it from a different angle and a different approach and then so all of that holistically coming together um you know again was was fun I think also mixing in the beginning too is also an interesting uh, piece as well like I bring that up is uh you know it's like the messy middle right where it's like as uh, I think Cici brought this up it's like all three of us being in the cage like walking in. How often are all three of us going to be in a cage with a hitter? And uh, the hitter made a great a poor kid. Yeah, you know he made he made a great point. It's like it's like we're all making steak. Like we're all making steak, and we have our own little seasonings and our own little ways of getting there. And one wants to smoke it, one wants to sear it, one wants to you know you know again we all have these different strategies of how we want to marinate or whatever, right? And so. Uh, and also at a different time, you know. Yeah. Are we
1: doing things? reverse series Are we doing sous vide? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: know? yeah. All the things, right? And so, um, again, um, I think that that's always big, and it's fun for us too, right? Because it doesn't yeah. happen, right? It's just we're never.
1: Well, one of the things I love about Chris, he give me a bat. Yeah. I, I want to feel it.
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. Because
1: he's gonna, he he's funny because he's a he's a shoot then aim kind of guy. Yeah. So he's like, let's go with what you've got. Yeah. If that doesn't work, then we'll then we'll talk about it. Yeah. And he cares about mechanics. He's certain. I mean, mechanics were a big part of his career. Yeah. But I know he doesn't care what your swing looks like if you don't know how to hit.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then
1: then I'll come back at it with, well, we're talking about timing. Timing is one of the most critical elements of hitting. So if he doesn't know how to create timing, then how is he going to hit? How is he going to hit? And Chris, as soon as the kid doesn't hit, he's going to be like, all right, let's talk about why. Yeah, Yeah. So. Like, how much failure needs to exist before Chris will insert himself in the mechanics conversation? Because yeah. I'll tell you right now, if you see if he sees a kid roll over twice in a row, he's going to start attacking that kid with mm-hmm. what's going on, questions, peppering, like, changes. Yep. So, like, yep. if it's obvious, you address it. If yep. it's not obvious, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Like, there was a the player we talked about the other night, like, being critical about a swing change. I'm like, dude, hasn't, he hasn't taken a real at bat. It's mm-hmm. one swing in one training session. Yeah. And you're going to say it's worse? Yeah. Based on what? Yeah. Based on swing characteristics, based on how you think that might play out in a game, because when the game yeah. happens, adrenaline lights are on, everything For changes. Sure. and and then the the final point with that was like you don't know what that guy's protecting against. Yeah, so what he did two years ago that you thought looked good yeah. created something that he feared that was causing a bunch of other failure, yeah, making him uncomfortable and, and not confident. Yeah. so like you just you don't know unless you're in the cage and you've had the conversation. Yeah, you're just watching a video online, making an assumption. Yeah, which which there might be there might be validity to what you're saying. Yeah, but without the other context, like you don't. I mean, how many times are guys like they might be going through a divorce? They might have an injury you don't yeah, know about. Maybe they they got a sick family member. You have yeah. no idea what's going through that player's life for sure. And we're just up on Twitter, just criticizing people.
0: Yeah, and that's why that's where like we. Even it's Responsible. That. That's, that's what we even talked about too, right? Is like that that differential right like i was like you know us being us is like i'm like we had that combo and i'm like i'm like yeah yeah but took's like i'm not on twitter i'm in your house at 2 a.m yeah. in the kitchen talking to you like i was like that's <laughs> the context right like it's like if i'm on twitter saying like there's no way this guy's gonna suck and you know you're like doing all those things it's like that's the thing is like we're having a conversation about like again like having that philosophical you know again throwing it around tearing it apart what do we think like that's that is the conversation right yeah and I was like that's also those contexts as well as like having those combos because again like it, again well every good hitting coach that I know is like as well as like they want extra eyes I do it all the time like I'll go grab Cody and be like yo like what, what would you do with this guy and or, or again I'll go and shadow him when he's working with hitter and obviously you know, fall from the same tree, right? And I'll watch him work with the guy and I'm like, oh, and he does this too. He's like, oh, I wouldn't have went that way. And I'm like, I wouldn't have went that way. But then I see him take Humpty Dumpty apart and put it back together again and like bleed it towards that. And then you're like, yeah. oh, I see, I see what you were making there. I didn't yeah. see, yeah. I saw it in pieces, and right? I saw it in the middle of the haircut and I didn't know how you were going to yeah. put shape at all, right? And then once you put it back together, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like yeah. I wouldn't have done it that way, but it's an, a new way of like doing it. You know, I remember when, um, just to hit on that point. I remember uh, I tell this story to these guys all the time. When I first got to 108 back in the day and I was sitting next to Bleak and Bleak was working with a hitter, I'd be like, I have no idea what he's saying. Like I can't see what he's seeing. And he would make these, he'd be like, see? Like this, like that. And, then, and the hitter's like, yeah, like I can feel it. Right. And I'm like, I don't see what you're seeing. Right. And then I'm watching video like slow motion, like back and forth, and I'm like trying to see it. Right. And that was funny because then years later, Cody comes on, right? And I'm saying all these things, right? And Nicole comes on, and says, I'm seeing all these things. And then now Steve goes, I'm seeing all these things. And they're like, so they're watching, they're like, I need to see in slow motion. I'm seeing it in real time, you know? And they're like taking the video and it's like the same thing. And I have to remind them, as like, hey, like I, again, an eye is, is trained, it takes, right? time. It takes time. And yep. then like, I've seen so many reps now that, you know, again, it, it shapes how you see things and, and different approaches. So yeah, yep. all experience, it's good. it's good, it's fun.
1: That's good. Um, all right, last topic. I got my our list from the other night. The inventing stuff. We we were sitting on the couch the other night just talking through we have uh lower lower half drag, rotational drag, X factor drag, single stretch, double stretch. What mm-hmm. the heck? What Cody, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah. What do we got? So yeah, and this again all stemmed from good conversations from our two a.m. in the kitchen mm-hmm. combo, right? Is talking about
1: like and just for clarification here. Yeah, we're not just inventing stuff as like some branding thing. Just to do it, we're no. just we're describing the different types of swings. When I, when I when I wrote my book, I had the push swing, I had the yeah. pull swing, and then I just called it the elite swing because I didn't yeah. know what to call it. The elite it. baby, because I I, yeah. I hate that I called it the elite swing, but it was really that word based Also
0: on... changed over time. It it's, is, yeah, it's very bastardized. Yeah, 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 not good. Different.
1: But I was literally trying to describe, and I, it wasn't rotational. It wasn't linear. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like uh, top hand torque. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't you know PCR. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. what what is this? And there's like yeah. there's separation. Like the it's just a way to count. one us. that I always go back to is the, the bat body orientation. I've mm-hmm. always tried, and I feel like I'm at a point now where I can describe that very, very well now. Mm-hmm. Um, Lower half drag is essentially just like your body just turns and doesn't decel. Yeah, like it's yeah, your, the, the, your your the lower, lower your lower body decel. turns. You could call it like a bug squish. Like yeah. your your lower your lower body turns, but it's kind of disconnected from everything yeah. else. There's no there's no sync between lower and upper. It's just you're turning straight in the yeah.
0: yeah, well, and we we described it we described it where in that one specifically, if I remember correctly. And again, this is this is us throwing around these ideas, right, Was... Um, where like you know for example like certain hitters like they might stop their body really well but like their lower half like doesn't doesn't stop right yeah it just keeps roll, rolling through right and again like it with a,
1: you could call that like pulling off the ball with the lower body like yeah. you spin out which is over over rotate
0: yeah over rotating lower half right and also yeah. I mean the other way I see it is as well as like how important uh, like we were talking about this in the car too about like lower body focus, a lot of times I'll hit with a guy and they're like, oh, like you're really focused on the lower body. I'm like, well, it's the foundation of the building, right? Like, yes, like I see all the things that are happening up top too. It doesn't mean that I don't see them. It's just when the foundation of the building's messed up, right? It's like, we can, I'm going to fix the, there's stuff going on up there too, right? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm going to do that. And I was like with it, but it's like, you know, again, a long time too, a lot of things up top are being, are happening like a domino effect, right? Because of Again, not just how they're creating force, but particularly too, like they might not have any stability down there, right? So the upper half can't do what it, it needs to do because it's trying to make up for whatever, so right? From there. Like we can get in the weeds.
1: Yep. Yeah. Rotational drag, my definition for this would be if the if the hands are coming with the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so. like your, your traditional rotational swing, Yeah. hands coming with the shoulders, you're literally no separation between the bat's rotation and the shoulder rotation yeah i'm gonna
0: have your have your cup i guess i could use mine it's literally like if this was your body <laughs>
1: just do it with the water burger because it's got the lines on it easier to yeah, see yeah
0: it's just like if everything was just just turning just yeah, turn together everything was just turning together and, uh and and that's where i wanted the difference right like when we talked about what specifically when we said lower half drag right it's like the upper half may not be dragging right mm-hmm. but the lower half is right and it's not it's not yep. deselling and then the rotational drag was like again everything's in and then everything comes back together you yep. know everything comes all, all together
1: next we have x-factor drag yeah which is essentially you're creating separation you see a lot of people they like do this and they get stuck and then they swing yeah. Yeah. they create x-factor and then they swing with the x-factor yes so yeah. they're they're turning the you know hips are leading shoulders are closed yeah and then you just rotate
0: yeah and that's like an epidemic nowadays because x-factor came such a big deal hip shoulder separation and then also on top of that as well, it's like, okay, well like if I get more separation, it's quote unquote they it was considered better at the time, right? Which is like the or and again, we've obviously Just there's a lot of not good. Not good, right? And so I always get maybe. It to, yeah.
1: Maybe could be good. Some hitters some hitters sh- need more. Could have more, and some, some need less. less.
0: Yeah, or shouldn't be trying to get more, right? And yeah. so
1: without context of understanding that player in that yes, body. Exactly. The number alone is meaningless. Irrelevant. Just like telling you if you, if I'm describing some random person in the world yeah. and I say, hey, they weigh uh, 185 pounds. Yeah. You cannot tell me if they should be trying to lose weight, gain weight, if it's yeah. a good weight.
0: You don't know their height,
1: you don't know their, height, you their age, you yeah. don't yeah. know anything about that person. You just know how yeah. much they weigh. Yeah, Cannot qualify it. Yeah, you just can't.
0: And then, and then we talked about it's like, again, you can use your body like uh, a rubber band, which we're going to talk about in stretch. I can use my body like a rubber band or I can use it like a tow rope. And so, like, I can fire the lower half and then it just pulls and drags my upper half into the the ground. And then those are the guys where it's like, spin your lower half as hard as you can, because, well, that's the only way I get speed up top, is the bottom better be spinning really hard, right? And then, but that's the opposite of kinematic sequence. You don't want your fastest speeds on the bottom (laughs) of the sequence, right? So it's literally your pelvis is the slowest moving thing, not the fastest moving, so. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. so that's lower body, lower half drag, rotational drag, X factor drag. I'm gonna jump to double stretch to be able to describe single stretch. So I got sent a video last night. It was the this Japanese video. They brought in like Barry Bonds yeah, and yeah. Uh, Bernie Williams and yeah. Jason Giambi. Yep. And they had a guy jumping on a trampoline throwing. Yeah. So when he would jump up, he would open his body, like his his lower body would go crazy open. Yep. And then his shoulders would close. And then when he threw, he would fire the other way. Yes. So stretch one is the open, yeah. stretch two is the close. Yes. So you can do just the close part yes or you can do the open close so yes. open close is the double yeah single close is just you're already open and closing yeah so some of your drill work and this yes. is the part of like being in the room with you and i can have these conversations and like yeah. when you get players that are like really closed the, the front leg mm-hmm. um the exaggerated kickback from the front leg you're yeah. you're working specifically on the single stretch part yeah like long arms because that was one of my disconnects with some of your stuff is like where does the upper body tie into it yeah, yeah. and single stretch can be trained double stretch can be trained yes because understanding like there's there's they're two pieces but yes they happen side they the one yes one move creates both when
0: done well yes and also there's that coordination piece with it and then also with that right like for example um again simplistically it's simple the idea is like two stretch, but also two. Sometimes one side of that rubber band, the ratios. One of those rubber bands is really strong, right? Because we maybe have been moving my body all the time. The engine gets really strong. The other side of my body can be my D cells can be really weak, right? We're always rotating one direction all the time. It's very easy if I get an amateur and I throw them in the box and they hit the ball. Most likely they're going to pull the ball, right? And it's very easy to do that. That going oppo and driving balls that way is not easy. That's something that's a very highly skilled thing to do. And so a lot of reasons that guys can't do that, especially in short periods of time is again, like a lot of things that come with the body underneath, underneath the hood. Right? So we look at that as well. Like you talked about is like, sometimes one of those stretches is really weak. And when we talk about like, like from the body standpoint, so we can target that, right? We can target whatever's going on and then work on, you know, that deficiency that might be in there, which we can measure. And again, for example, insert farm board max, Right where we up yep. open forty five, they get their first stretch, and then we're right we're, we're we're targeting a certain element of the swing and putting them yep. in positions to target. Right.
1: Yeah. Yep. So uh, very specific wording, very specific reasons behind the wording. Yeah. yeah. Like, where's the, when you're inventing stuff? Like, what does that really mean? Right. We're yeah. trying to we're trying to describe things in a yeah. way that's accurate. Yeah. Is that inventing stuff? If that's how you view it, if it's new to you, yeah. Better cool. Better describing it. Just, just don't get mad at us without talking to us about what it means. That's yeah, that's, sure. that's where I'll sit on that. For sure. Um, that was our topic list. That was yeah. good. Um, anything else you want to add?
0: No, I think, uh, I think the thing that I think was interesting is, again, for example, uh, I just want to go back to that point when we were on the cage together and the conversations that we had afterwards. The reason I think that was important is there's a difference between having conversations about, like, You're actually having constructive conversations that are around with, like, people who respect each other, we're speaking to each other, giving each other feedback with love, with consideration, with mindfulness that everybody's leading with good intention towards the same goals rather than being like, you know, you do something, I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, it's just like, you know, it's a very different combo.
1: The conversations where there's one person trying to describe why they're right, Yeah, yeah. as opposed to what we did, which was we're all seeing the same problem. We're all attacking that problem in a different way. Yeah, I'm picking up stuff from you. I'm picking yeah. up stuff from Chris. You're picking up stuff from me. You're picking yeah, up, like all. This is all again back to collaborative versus combative. And yeah, yeah. If if you're just trying to say that you're right, not disagreeing that you're right. Yeah, but hear the other people, and yeah. like sessions like that are so rare because how often are we ever in a room where we yeah. can just have hitters for two hours and we're just going to just. Basically, experiment yeah, yeah. and figure out the way we're seeing things. Yeah. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad we had the time to do it yesterday and today. Yeah, um I, I this is the type of thing I would love to do more often with all sorts of coaches, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, all over there. Be a really fun way to do things. Um, I just encourage if if you have the opportunity to get in a coach with, get in a cage with somebody you respect or somebody that respects you and like share and learn and mm-hmm. let them ask questions. It's not like the, the highlight video I, I feel like Instagram right now is just highlight videos with pop music
0: yeah and you and it's you, like, yeah and we gotta, get it and you got to know it. too like along with that right like again on the same side of that like it's a minute and thirty seconds that you know usually at max on most platforms and you you get with that it's like again you're getting highlight tape if there if you want to go deeper there is more resources like if I want to go deeper and understand like you you post a thread or something like that like you did start the courses where it's more long you know like yeah. like lengthened or also too you do have a book you do have other places where if I want to go consume more information on that topic rather than just taking it at a, you know, a single tweet or whatever, is there is more information. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I didn't consume and, you know, become the hitting coach that I am now. You haven't, you know, become who you are now by consuming one tweet, right? Or it, it's it's a it's conglomerate, right? Yeah. It would take, you know, again, I, there isn't one sitting where I could tell you everything I know. Like, we've even talked about that. like, again, it was like 2 a.m. I'm like, we can get into this, but it's like, it's not going to be, it's not a one-sentence yeah. thing. Is this
1: like a... Right? Uh, 280 characters, or yeah, just, yeah, yeah, like what do you like, want? Do you want a bumper sticker, <laughs> or do you want like
0: actual? You want to get in the weeds, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, different with that. Yeah,
1: how do you, how do you end episodes? What do you do?
0: I pray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go for I it. Usually, I just, yeah, yeah, all right. All right. and then, all right. then I'll finish, I'll do our thing. All right, cool. Uh, dear father, thank you so much for this time together, God. God, I just, uh, um, I'm grateful for the time and the wisdom that you shared through all of us. I'm so thankful that uh, we can continue to lean on one another's resources. I'm thankful that you. Uh, made us the way that uh, we are, that we do need one another, God, to just see uh, the world from a, a more holistic perspective. Um, I'm grateful for the relationships that we've developed, and I just ask that you continue to soften our hearts and um, open us to one another, um, to help us love one another better, and lead us towards you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
1: On that note, <laughs> pickle out. Yeah. That's what Chris does. Yeah. <laughs>